Hello and welcome to Ace Talk. My name is Mats and today we are so lucky to be joined by uh, Paula Doyle, Chief Digital Officer um, at AkaBP. Quite a get for us, to be honest. Uh, Paula, how are you? Welcome. I'm great. Thanks a million for inviting me. Very cool to be here. Yeah, yeah. you've been in uh, AkaBP now f- in this role for maybe over a year. Um, Not quite. So nine months. I started last summer. Months. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Maybe you could just start by telling us a little bit about your learnings so far. I mean, you have a vast history in these buildings and uh, experience from before. <laughs> I don't know if I would use the word vast, yeah, vast. but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what Norwegians say. <laughs> well, yeah. What What have your learnings been uh, from these nine months? Oh, it's it's been amazing. Um, you know what I have to say though, what I think the thing that actually surprised me the most was uh, coming from Cognite. I had an expectation that the speed would be a little bit uh, slower in AkaVP. And and that surprised me because it is not. It is full speed ahead. And I think that's brilliant. That suits me perfectly. So I think that was actually my my biggest surprise. But then in terms of what I've learned, I've been so much. I mean, it's fascinating how an oil and gas operator works, um, how we come together kind of cross-functionally to solve some of the main challenges ahead of us. And I think also from the AkaVP perspective, you know, we're balancing three things at once. Uh, One is like the project execution. So we've never executed such a large capital project portfolio. So that's super exciting, as well as our operating assets. So to operate them as best as possible. And we've never had as many assets as we do today after the Lundin acquisition. So six. And then finally, it's transformation. So we know that we have to transform. So this balance between those three uh, areas is it's just wonderful to navigate. It's yeah, very exciting. Yeah. And, and then this, uh, this balance comes together sort of in uh, what we recently launched, which is uh, the Ocker Digital Alliance. Uh, we, you were part of the webcast that we did uh, internally here. Um, what do you think uh, ADA might mean for um, the future of Ocker BP and all the other sister brother companies here in Ocker? And so I'm very privileged. I'm the chairman of the ADA uh, work. And I think it's I think we just have such a unique opportunity here at Ocker, where we have uh, AgaBP as the operator, we have Oxo as the EPC uh, contractor, and then we have the industrial software companies. So it's it, that combination in kind of one kind of group is very unique and exciting. And then you combine that with, as I said, like the capital project execution that's ahead of us. So the opportunity to take out so much value and create a strong reference case for A's and for Cognite uh, and for Ocker Solutions as well. It's just, it's perfect. So now it's, um, as I said in the webcast as well, it's all about now how we execute, how we collaborate, how we look each other in the eyes across the table and kind of co-deliver and and co-own the results. But uh, but truly, like it is uh, like globally unique. Um, and one thing that I can't stand is having an advantage and not being able to realize it. So, <laughs> so I'm very focused that we're actually able to use all of these advantages that we have now and really get all of these companies to a different level in the next uh, couple of years. Yeah. When you mentioned that word uh, value, can you already see sort of the value of the collaboration that is uh, the Ocker Digital Alliance? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're seeing uh, in the first phase of it, we definitely saw a value coming out in the projects through kind of reduced manners, basically more efficiency, uh, higher quality. In the second phase, what we're doing now, um, because it's a little premature to measure actual value outtake, but we're measuring user adoption 
as a proxy or as kind of like a seedling to see where the value will come. Um, and that's actually exceeding our expectations so far. So this is KPIs. We monitor them every month, uh, how we're adopting against target groups. Um, yeah. So oh, going over, which is always a nice position to be in with the uh, KPIs. But of course, that doesn't mean that you can sit back and relax, no. right? Because this is a big push. We need to make sure that things are sticky. Uh, we need to make sure that we're really changing uh, how we work and also um, we're, we need to make sure that we're able to gather the kind of innovation from the engineers on the ground and how they're using the products to really drive efficiency and better quality and quicker decisions and basically a quicker overall uh, execution or lower man hours required because yeah. automation is key. This yeah. is how we win. User adoption is, is that's key for us as well here at Ace. Um, how do you guys um, approach that issue? Like how do you work on that? Yeah, well, it's a continuous effort, right? It's never, uh, unfortunately, it's never the case that you just throw this wonderful product over the fence and everyone grabs it with both arms and are desperate to use it. Not in an industrial setting anyway. So you need to really kind of work through it. You need to understand the work processes that you're impacting. You need to really engage with the users as well. Like what's in it for them? You know, when you're in a situation where you're up against timelines and you're trying to de-risk project execution, you need to show that your product is actually going to help them. So how are you solving complicated problems? How are you making their lives easier? Uh, and if you can prove that, then then it's easier to drive adoption. And that's where we are now. So it's a continuous effort. One of the things that we're going to do now in Q2 is to really make sure that we're able to share kind of really um, interesting success stories from individuals, how they're using the products and make sure that that is spread out. Um, so it's a, yeah, a bit of nudging, I would say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, user stories and uh, yes. changing how people work, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. sort of the key here. But it's interesting when you know, when you're like, oh, that guy did that. That that was actually quite uh, interesting. I might adopt that. So yeah. sharing that kind of knowledge is key. We have that privilege here in, uh, in the Ocker family that we have access to domain experts and we have access to actual users around these buildings. Um, how much do you think we can um, value of that collaboration thing? Yeah, that's massively valuable because trying to solve or try to develop software in a vacuum, um, especially in an industrial context, is very difficult. It's easier for us in a consumer context because we're all consumers. We're trying to develop software that's solving problems for specific engineers working in specific roles that you have to know about what their day to day is like. So the opportunity to really kind of sit together, to work together, to kind of co-develop, co-create and co-own is, uh, is fantastic. And, you know, I think we are exploiting that uh, potential, but we could definitely step up and do it more. One thing I've been really impressed by in interacting with you guys at AkaRP is this this uh, vision of creating something that will be valuable for also other customers around ex outside of Akar, um, building something that will get input from other uh, big majors out there, uh, building something that is sustainable uh, beyond uh, us. Uh, how do you feel about that part? I feel very passionate about that, actually, because the worst thing for us is to have to be the only company in the world that's using pieces of code. Mm. That would, that's just not, I mean, it's okay when it's, we're writing our own kind of code that's gluing things together, like integrations and such, but actual application products, big pieces of code, that is a hopeless situation. And it's interesting in the oil and gas industry, you know, you have these cases. So for example, um, subsea, when you're having a subsea template, you put down a canister with electronics in it. And that canister can have been put down there 30 years ago. 
And when there's an error, they're literally ringing around trying to find that guy that wrote that piece of code. Where is he and can he come and help us? Uh, That is not a good situation to be in. Uh, Plus, we don't, we're not so arrogant in AkaBP to think that we have all of the answers. So it's super interesting to get when, you know, for example, Aza's backlog, which is now filled with input from other customers and what you're hearing from the market. That's very interesting for us as well. So that gives us an opportunity to learn, not just to kind of be in our bubble thinking we are the masters of everything. You are kind of sort of front runners, though. That's what we hear around at least the digitalization space that uh, Norwegian companies of your size and of, of this matter is sort of uh, front running, right? Uh, yes. How do you see this journey continuing maybe 10 to 20 years from now? How can we build on this momentum that we have with the ADA uh, and everything to um, have a global footprint for Acker around the world? Yeah, 20 years. I, I was smiling <laughs> because that then. is yeah. so far away. I have no idea. Um, We're three years old, this company. So, you know. Five years, I think, is a really good, uh, that's a really good timeline. Um, in five years time, Yggdrasil will have come on stream. Um, and I think we will have used the opportunity both in the kind of the capital project phase, but also what we're doing together in the operations phase to really transform uh, all of our companies, actually. So some of the things that, you know, the challenges with AkaBP is uh, basically for Yggdrasil, um, there is no plan B. It's relying on a digital operating strategy. There's 42 bets that's it, you know? So we have to operate in a completely different way than we do today. Um, And we also need to be able to explore and to drill in completely different ways uh, than we do today. And for sure, when you're moving into an energy market that has a kind of stronger mix of renewables with their lower margins, then we need to be able to execute capital projects in a totally different way than we do today. So everything is transforming around us. And it's so important that we continue to be front runners and continue to understand what's coming ahead. And I think that's just tremendously exciting. Um, Like for me, I just think, God, what a time to be alive that we actually get to work with this. We get to impact this because it's a massive uh, revolution that's going on now. And uh, the timing of everything that's happening externally, including technology development, right? You know, kind of migration to cloud, the workflows that enables the commercial models that enables, it's just, yeah, it's, it's ripe for transformation. Mm. Do you have any advice for us as a software company um, in this context going forward? I do actually, yes. I think my biggest um, advice to you is to understand that you are not existing in a vacuum. So I think when you're looking at kind of your product development and your go-to-market, you need to consider the ecosystem that's out there already today. I know this is a mistake that lots of software companies make, particularly young ones, because it's a little, you kind of need a little bit to look internally and kind of create your own bubble. But actually to succeed out in the market, you have to look kind of broader than that. You need to understand what Lego bricks are in play already and how can you kind of fit in around them or how can you get some of those existing Lego bricks out and have your A's Lego bricks in. So just that constantly questioning uh, is this the right thing? If I develop this functionality, what does that mean? Will will users come in to my product or will they actually stay in the old one? How can I get them out of that old one into the new one? How can I replace XYZ systems? Mm. So it's just more like to be aware of what's going on around you. Yeah, luckily I have the uh, opportunity to uh, feed off your guys' experience and knowledge. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you so Anytime. much, Paula, for uh, joining us. Um, we'll let you go. Uh, Tom, thanks for producing. Uh, this has been Ace Talk. We'll see you soon. Thanks a million.